Thank you, everybody, for joining us at the H3 Podcast Live. Today, our sponsors are MVMT Movement, MeUndies, and Twitch Prime. Subscribers like you. I'm just pointing to the camera. There's nobody there. No, no, I, I can see. Okay. No, <laughs> don't, I, don't worry. I, what if there was a I would just like there. to watch you. Yeah, okay. You're like um, a son that I never had. Oh, wow. wow. Already uh, grown quite warm to me. Oh, I, I'm in love with both of you. Because uh, you're husband and wife. Which, no, does people know that? They do know it's, that. Yes. Okay, good. It's kind of our, like... You're not just using that as a way to get swingers and stuff. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Um, I do. Um, oh, we're husband and wife. Next oh, week. yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Next week, Sean Evans. You know him. Yeah. Hot Ones. I was on there. Hot Ones, too. He's our mutual enemy. He is. Uh, he's. I thought he was uh, just fantastic. Yeah, he's he nice. Is. It was one of the most fun things I've ever done because what an odd way to do an interview. It's it's a real. Honor it used to be this conversation. Right, right, right. Well, yeah, and and in today's world, you got to step it up as much as possible. Suffer. People need talking's not enough anymore. Well, and there is a universality in wings. Yeah. <laughs> you either, if you don't eat chicken, what's one thing? But I I went as far as I could go. Did you go the distance? I did. You did. You, were you drinking milk? I was chugging milk. I had no. I didn't feel bad about the milk. Right. I was hiccuping. The pussy was, milk. You were calling it. Or was, I no, I did. Not. I did that. No, I only drink breastfed milk. Right. I, Breast. My own. I I lactate. Oh, that's when powerful. you're my, my age, you just man boobs just start lactating. Milk just starts dribbling out of there. Just to pouring out. There's so much just to look forward to. Leakage. <laughs> you uh well, Sean Evans is on next week. So if yeah. you want to leave questions for him, they're on the subreddit. Please do. Um, Bob Saget doesn't really need an introduction, but I'm going to do it for you anyway, because that's the format of the show. <laughs> Television host, actor, comedian, Bob Saget. I don't got... need an introduction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Well, okay, let I me just say credits. this. Let me just say this. You've got a new special out on Amazon called Zero to 60. Yes, it's, which... on, it's just cool. I'm excited about it. And, and it's, it's been great, doing... by the way. Oh, God. It's so fun. Yeah. So now I'm going to shut up. Keep going. <laughs> it was a total it was blast. Really it was we a loved laugh, it. a riot, a gag, a goof. A giggle. It, it was meant to be uh, entertaining, and it was meant to be kind of where I'm at right now. Right. And it I got was. To, it and I got to, I'm on my way to getting serious, <laughs> which doesn't mean I'm not going to be funny, but like talking about my mom passing away and stuff mm-hmm. like that, it seems to be creeping more into my mm. reality of, mm. of of just human existence rather right. than talking about politics. And, mm-hmm. and I do like to talk about my penis. but uh, Yeah, there, oh, well, guys, rest assured, there's plenty of penis jokes. It's, right a, drink, out the it's a drinking game. Yes, <laughs> not not alcohol. I'm just saying that my penis is a drinking. It's a drinking game. A drinking game. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that rude? Can we say that on here? Well, we were just calling my literal wife my bottom bitch just can, moments ago. You so. did. Can. I don't put you, me in. Don't you we jumped me. right in. I jumped right in to defend her. I but want it's her okay. on top. You don't top. even know her. I'm married to her. No, but I could tell but, right away that she doesn't deserve to be on the bottom. Yeah, she no. deserves and to be. And I'm not on the bottom. She's in Don't space. you worry. She's so good. Okay. She's in space. She's on another level. Space is good. And but I don't think this, we can say bitch anymore, man. I'm just no, saying. No, you can say it. I don't think we can. We but, can't. I just think it's, it is not the time. Uh, <laughs> it is the time of all good men to to find the oh, top, so top bitch. Right. That'd be a good show for like uh, Fox. Some, you know, top bitch tonight on Top Bitch. Right. Like a pimp and prostitute reality show. Like who it, can hold it down and keep the other hoes in check? And keep the other up. Yeah. Hold it down and keep it up. Yeah. So that to me 
then you're not offending everybody because the show itself is offensive. Mm. So it cancels itself out. Right. You're not politically upsetting people. <laughs> well, you're not going to offend pimps and hoes. Yes, you are. They get very angry. <laughs> they Nobody fight. Yeah, no you never, you never saw Jerry Springer show. <laughs> you too young. No, I have. I've that's pimps seen. and that's pimps and hoes be hitting and slapping right, and mad. Right, right. You're true. That's true. I'm I sorry, love, go back to how love, great my yeah, special was. I love the title Zero really to Sixty, great. which commemorates you turning sixty years old. Yes. Um, how has your sense of comedy changed now from back when you know you were Mister Aristocrats? Right. <laughs> Now, Aristocrats couldn't be done now. Now that is something that movie, would, maybe it would come out right now as an anti, you know, um, mm -hmm. freedom of speech. But back then it was just funny and weird and wild. But today and it, it would was, be like a statement. It, right. it, and it was, but that's what it was. It was, it was uh, Penn Jillette and Paul Provenza, who directed it, uh, made it, took four years and filmed 100 comedians telling the same joke that I'd only heard twice in my life. Mm. And the point was uh, censorship. Different ways that people can do an art form, you know, yeah. all tell the same thing. Everybody paint the same painting and let's mm. see what happens. Mm. But it really was about freedom of speech. I mean, Lenny Bruce went to jail for saying things that were said overtly in that film. That's interesting mm. because it's gotten so much worse since then. Oh, uh, yeah. People I feel like are... you couldn't even... Well, for people who don't know, because a lot of our audience are a little on the younger side. As they say. should be. Yes. And they are the future. Yes, literally. I mean, literally. Yeah, yeah. Because we're because there's we're, no other way to go. No, because we're out of here. Time is one way. <laughs> it's um, not like we're gonna you... save the planet. It's like we're getting the hell out of here and leaving yeah, it to yeah. them. Um, can you a, explain what true. is the the aristocrats to the people who don't know what it is? It, uh, the aristocrats was a documentary made by uh, Penn Jillette, famed um, entertainer, uh, smart, uh, does magic, but in mm. a revealing way. Paul Provenza, who I'd known since I was. 19 years old, who was a stand-up comedian, is a stand-up comedian and a director. And they worked four years interviewing 100 comedians. And George Carlin, the great George Carlin, now any millennials listening, sorry, I didn't mean to label you or uh, objectify you. Well, it is because I'm 60, but I'm 61 really now because the special happened and then I turned 61, so that's weird. <laughs> but uh, but I'm not saying millennials derogatorily. Basically, I'm saying I'm three You're times younger. your age, so I'm the one eating it, you know. Um, but it, it was really about an old joke that was an inside joke, kind of, but it really wasn't a joke. And, and I won't tell it on here because there's no purpose. But the premise of the joke was a family that's so desperate to make it in show business. Uh, they go into an agent's office and he says, what do you do for a living? And they say, what do we do? And the, there's a million ways to tell it. It's like jazz. You can go off and tell it any way you want. But the family um, is somehow nude. <laughs> and uh, committing unspeakable acts. Right. And then at the very end, when they're all finished with all of these unspeakable acts, and, and everything up to that point is jazz. It's how do you want to tell it? How gross do you just want to be? Just gruesome, awful, <laughs> despicable. Or some people told it much cleaner. Oh, like and, just a sweet little, hey, they did a couple of somersaults. And, and a, a few people thing. like Don Rickles and Chris Rock, uh, they said, I'm not telling this, you know. Jerry Seinfeld, I don't do that joke. Oh, yeah, you know, Jerry, I don't, we definitely would well, and, 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 and I, they're right for, for them, and I respect <laughs> yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And I miss Don Rickles. Uh, uh, you guys yeah. got to look uh, him up immediately. I wanted to yeah, talk yeah, to you yeah, about yeah. him. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. And I don't want to leave. So um, <laughs> so what, at the end of the bit, they finish, they go, ta-da, and the agent says, well, what do you call yourselves? And they go, the one of, whoever you choose in the family goes, the aristocrats. Mm -hmm. um, 
I think it was uh, my version. It was someone's dying breath. It was the last thing. But no, I couldn't finish. I couldn't finish the punchline because I was on stage at the Laugh Factory. So I literally, as I was about to say, the aristocrats had to go on stage. So I oh my laughed. god! But, but well, the, I, the point I, I, of the joke was, and George Carlin, who was one of the greatest stand-ups that right. we ever have had, as well phrased. Uh, said, don't tell this. This is not for public consumption. This is for behind the alley. Mm -hmm. This is for how raw can you go? Mm -hmm. And the point was to make other comics laugh, I guess, or to make just go free form absurd. Right. And um, it's a good way to play. It's improv. Mm -hmm. If you take out the filth Mm -hmm. and... There's a million ways to do brilliant stuff, and people do. Right. I mean, you watch a lot of the television that's on now that we like. You know, you watch a, 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 one of the good improvish type shows on Comedy Central, or you watch something where uh, you watch a, a, a Will Ferrell movie where things are just cooking, and you know they're making it up as you're watching it. And that's that's that, right. you know. But this was a different animal. So. Well, yours was the inf- the most infamous one. Everyone recalls like, oh man, Bob Saget and his aristocrats bit. We can't even. Well, when I opened up Newsweek, when I opened up Newsweek, and I realized there was never an homage to Full House's character, right? But to this, and it was the flip. Well, how do you feel about that? I feel good. I mean, yeah. I, I I do many different things. Mm-hmm. I've been on Broadway a bunch of times, and not the street. I've actually been in plays, both probably, um, and 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 the street. Yeah, and. I just, I love acting, I love directing, I love doing different stuff, but you know, you get pegged to something, and Mm -hmm. I played Danny Tanner, and damn it, I'm going to play improvise for the rest of my life, because it's not going anywhere. (laughs) So that shows we're going to go do more fuller houses. I know, that that house will remain full for eternity. It's it's not possible, by the way. If you go and see the real house in San Francisco, which I did, it's Uh. about 2,500 square feet. Oh, that's small. And uh, that is it, full. And it was bought by the original executive uh, producer, creator Jeff Franklin. And I think it's just to say, hey, you want to see Uncle Jesse's room? You know, yeah. just uh, why he bought <laughs> right, it. Right. But um, it's it's a small house. But when you walk into the just the living room, you know, you're looking at a seven thousand square foot house oh, if you're at the set. So it's mm-hmm. it's an Alice in Wonderland kind of world. <laughs> right. Once you go through the Tanner door. Interesting. So I do, uh, you know, that's just, that's something I get to do that I think is fun. Mm. And then I've got all this other stuff I'm doing, but I, I love, I, I'm sure you've had a, a ton of stand-ups on here. Are you a stand-up? No. No. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, you're on the fringe. We, we don't is, know what we, we are. We a different it's world, like... you know, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's new media, right? I'm, I'm a YouTuber, whatever that means. But we had like our first live show last week and it did have, I did have a very performance-based feel to it, you know, right. working yeah. the and crowd and stuff. Cameras. And, and yeah. it's a live show. We're live right now. Yeah. And so, I mean, I definitely wouldn't consider myself a stand-up comedian because I have a lot of respect for what they do, and I don't do that. I don't write jokes, and I don't prep, and I don't have an act. So, I, well, then you're similar to some stand-up comedians, <laughs> but 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 I would say this: it, where we're at is the next stage of broadcasting is mm-hmm. where we're at. You know, there were there were three networks, and people would look into the camera, and the people that you could go, oh my god, that guy's a genius. Mm-hmm. You know, oh boy, Johnny Carson, holy crap, right, he's right, so right, good. Right. And it was a way of looking into the camera, communicating with one person or communicating with thousands of people. Right. And and that's uh, what you're doing here. You got millions of people. You got mm-hmm. you have an earth that can listen to you, whereas other right. people didn't. So well, that's that, a responsibility, by the way. Yeah, yeah. you can't be Definitely. putting bitches on the bottom. You can't be talking like. That. I mean, it's just it's it's a misnomer. It's very complimentary. Right, but be careful because there it's might be as we are doing this. There's so many people watching this right all now. All you guys watching, you're all 
And I again, bottom bitch is very complimentary. It is. It's a but yes. It's the one. Okay, that it's holds like it saying down. it's like but you know what it is. It's like saying, man, Atlas. that was sick. Man, you're, that was bad. No, you're Atlas. You have the world on your shoulders. You're the bottom bitch that the world is on. Oh, your shoulders, why didn't you right? say well, that? And I wouldn't have made I five just, minutes yeah, out of. Oh, well, you just made I, it up. I just. I'm not sure you're right about it because there is also the implication that she's being used. So no. Ian, can you do can you do some research on bottom bitch back there? Well, this this is kind of but, like I know there was an old song, "Big Bottom Girls," but that they make the big, rock and yeah, world well, go round. Yeah, that's but that thing. ain't this. They what, may be. Big what bottom. I'm suggesting to you, yeah. and I didn't get to get it out because right. we're never going to get to one question because no. I know what this is like, <laughs> yeah. which yeah. is good. Which means yeah. this is good. It's which means you're great. a good host. You're you're both great hosts, and I'm a mediocre oh, guest. Thank you so oh, much. At on. best, no but way. the truth of it is, someone right now is watching this and they are the bottom bitch. Now they could be male or female or an animal right. and they are the bottom of a pile of other entities, whether they be mammals or a man or a right. woman. There could be nine people stacked mm. like a deck of cards right now mm -hmm. and the one on the very bottom is the bottom bitch in the negative vernacular. Mm -hmm. Right. And yeah. they, are, they could be very upset by this or go, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to crawl out from the bottom and they're going to they get out of that pile and that you in that way you've helped them. This conversation. I don't know what's happening. I've offended. I've uplifted. I've inspired. I'm feeling so many you emotions started. right now, man. Jesus I know. I know. Don't but, cry. But, don't cry. <laughs> You hold those tears back, but if you need to cry, you it's know I'm the that dad. It's just I've been a bottom bitch for so long, and I hear you. See Listen, now, what, now, what now it comes about. out. It was not a high. high it was an atlas. It's not an atlas. But if you're a top bitch, you see, you want to work. All right, if let's, you, let's stop. I think we got to get rid of the word let's, bitch. Yeah. I don't think. I think that's the issue. Let's scratch the whole. Pimp let's scratch and, the bitch and prostitute. Let me just say, analogy. if you've watched the latest Chappelle uh, special, he talks about it. And the way he talks about it, it's like the bottom bitch is the person who is like carrying everything, doing everything. Without them, you wouldn't be anything, but you're also using them. Yeah. Now, so, the, then you've explained I, it. <laughs> and I should have seen, I didn't, I watched half of it. I did not see that part. And oh, it my God. A, it was oh, so a brilliant. Good. Well, he's probably the best living stand-up so comedian yeah. so great. that so exists. But I think she's... Proven her point. What if, the hell? I just made a joke. I feel like this is an intervention now. Oh, it's going to turn into one. What are you addicted God. to? Let's go back to my special. Prostitution. Mine is mine, mine is a special. different kind of special, right? Because it's it's more, I'm trying to entertain people in kind of an old school way. Right. With stories. And then yeah. I have comedy music. Yeah. Uh, which I've always done. And that, I was going to say before any of this happened, it'd be a great edit. Um to lift everything out of no bottom <laughs> bitch in this whole thing uh, <laughs> is that I feel a stronger need more than ever to make people feel good, mm. to entertain people. Because I know... Going back to how you were different now than you were. Exactly. That was your question. And when I started, you know, you want to get on TV. There's people that are watching that want to be stars, that want to mm -hmm. be famous. Sure. And that ain't no reason to get into well, show business. Well, in YouTube, mm -hmm. that's really become a thing. Too. And that's yeah. reality stars. Yeah. And that, that before YouTube, you had your reality stars. That mm -hmm. was the, the next offspring of television. <laughs> and all, they, all anybody wants is to be famous. And, and, and the point is, you want, you want to do a good show right now. Mm -hmm. you, you know, I, I want to be good on your show. Mm. You know, I'm not doing this so somebody will know who I am. Is this a result of maturity or something else? I think it's uh, a lot of things, but maturity is part of it. I think it's a lot of life experience that's been, it prioritized things. I have, you know, three daughters. 
I have a, a fiance who, who actually loves me. Wow. Yeah, and I know who it is. Well, during your special, you were not engaged, right? Because I remember. No, you saying I got engaged. Wasn't right, the girlfriend. Yeah, so, congratulations. Nice. congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. We were gonna go back and and just loop in ADR uh, fiance. You know? <laughs> Boy, I sure love my fiance. <laughs> but I, and, and so I have a huge respect with with all my comedy, which tends to go R rated and right. has. If you look at some of my old stuff, man, I mean, I, I'm going like, whoa, there's pedophile jokes in there. And, <laughs> right, sure. But, I, but I'm, if you do it with the sound off, it doesn't look like I mean any harm, you know. <laughs> but it, but it's offensive, some of it. And there's still ways to do it. And Dave Chappelle in that special mm-hmm. would bring up, and it's it's his style, and it's what a, a great stand-up comedian like himself, you uh, throw something in, you throw in the grenade that's going to upset people, but you finesse it he toes as you go in, so and then you beautiful. get out of it. So yeah, there's a smoothing right. that happens, which yeah. is basically called intelligent communication. Mm-hmm. It's smart conversation. If there's something you have an argument with somebody, and you need to get the point out, you, you tee it up really well, you get your point out, you listen to them, which you really have to do, and then we'll be right back. <laughs> that was the therapy session. But <laughs> but also, so my maturity, because, you know, hey, man, I'm 61, sure. uh, but I don't feel it, and I don't, I don't act it, and, um, but I'm responsible. I take care of a lot of people. I take care of strangers. I mean, if if something happened on a plane, you want me on that plane. I get mad. <laughs> you Is that know? good or bad? I it's know. good. Mad. You know, I, I'm, I'm saying if you somebody goes to hurt. You mean you don't just hurt... sit there while a stewardess is going to grab you from your seat and injure you? Or, or, yeah, or, drag me or, down the aisle. Or recently, did you hear about the story of the puppy that was stowed in the overhead? And I heard. Oh, my God. So horrible. I heard. And, and, you know, any injustice, but I was even talking more about so that. I was talking about more secure. I, mm. I am stupid enough to think that I'm a hero. I love and, that. And, no, I have an adrenaline that kicks in. If something's wrong and they're feeling injustice. I want to test and you. That's why I was someone called fire or that's what, Don't do nothing to me, though. Oh, look, we're going to rip Bob's hair out. So Someone's going to kick down the door. Patrice is going to kick down the door and Bob's going to save him. Men with fake Uzis is not the time for that. No, no, no. No, see, the world is so fragile. But I, if I see something weird, I will report it. I will go and I will get help you're, right you're, away. You're a, you're a good citizen. I want to do citizens' arrests. I don't yeah, think they exist yeah. anymore. Well, where you could just arrest anyone. You anybody. sound more like a vigilante, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I'm just looking for anyone to do a citizen I, arrest. I will tell you this. I have three kids. You guys do not have kids yet, right? Yeah. No. Do you we, want to have kids? We yes. have a puppy, which is pretty much like our baby it right is, now. A puppy is a test, as a lot of people we say. Passed it. I think we're, we have a lot of love for this puppy, and I think we're ready to get more we serious take about turns it. We're kind who of, takes him out and wakes up in the morning, so like, I feel like that's kind of... That's that's the good relationship. You're being a good you're being a good man. You're being a great bottom. I can't bitch. wait for somebody. And, you are. And, and, and let me tell you, I cannot wait to citizens arrest my first person. It, it'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, but what would they be doing? Uh, there are people. Well, there's people me. sadly exposing themselves. That's a citizens arrest. But I don't think you mm-hmm. want to do it yourself. You want to call a cop? I'll first show it, then arrest myself. That's like a Bob Saget joke. <laughs> we, um, got, we have to be. That's the end, that's the end of my specials. That song. We got to be kind to each other. Mm-hmm. That's what I. Yeah. That's the difference in what I'm doing now. I know why I'm a stand-up. For a lot of years, I went. I want to direct. I directed mm-hmm. six movies. I just finished one, which I'd like to talk about at some point because mm-hmm. I'm a whore, uh, and I like plug everything I can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that's what a whore does. She plugs everything she can. That's how she sure. makes her. He, right. sorry, he. 
I don't want to be you're strictly. A, a, I'm an equal opportunity. I am a, I am a gigolo. Yeah, equal yeah. opportunities. You're gonna say equal right. opportunity <laughs> gigolo. Yeah, I wonder if pimps have both men and female, or if, is there female pimps who yeah, manages I think male prostitutes? I think there's different. I think there's definitely male prostitutes, and I believe. Oh, I know they are. Got to be a great female pimp somewhere. So saying so you, you go out to get your own private Idaho and go. So is a male prostitute a bitch? And anybody can be be a bitch. And a bitch you can, can be, be positive about... or negative, apparently. Sure, yeah, of course. That's what I learned here Me today. Me and my bitch, Biggie Small, is one of my favorite songs. <laughs> that's a song of great endearment for a girlfriend who... Yeah. Anyway. No, now, let me ask you. That's accurate. Uh, how how has fame affected you? You've been famous for a long, long time. Right. Um, how, how, how has... How, what's your relationship with fame been like over the years? From kind of when you first became famous from a normal dude, people recognize on the street... Uh, to to now having been famous for a long long time, right? How has your relationship with fame changed? Well, it becomes part of your life, and uh, <laughs> to hate your life is foolish. Mm-hmm. So you adjust yourself and your psyche. Mm-hmm. As long as someone's not violating your uh, time with your family, that's important. Or mm-hmm. you know, if you're having an emotional experience with somebody, you don't want somebody coming over for a selfie. Sure, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But if I if I'm going through an airport, that's right, a regular commercial airport, um, <laughs> and there's a lot of selfies that happen if they see mm-hmm. me because I look like Big Bird. I'm six four. <laughs> I look like the guy on Full House, right. and so I I want to. I'm I'm fast. I, you learn to take a fast selfie and get a lot of Purell because you know their phone has been in bad places. Oh, phones! <laughs> if it's any measure of the shit that I know is on my phone, uh, is there shit on actual? I mean, it's possible. Are you talking actual poo poo? Yeah, it's possible. I mean, I'm not on saying that phone? I shit on my wait phone, but like, what is she? What? I'm not. I'm just saying, wait, like, wait, the wait, phone wait, is in I'm the bathroom with you. I'm not touching your phone again. Like particles, but no, like, like shit particles. Particles. No, because they say you like, go to the bathroom listen, and no, what? It freckles out yes, all over the wallpaper. They say they would take toothbrushes. If you believe your toothbrush next to the toilet, scientists crunch the numbers on that toothbrush. Well, and they I solve that problem. I wipe with my toothbrush. And I don't think that solves that problem. And then I give it to my grandmother. Oh man. She's dead, so it's okay. I don't want to offend anybody. How do you? How do you live with that? Technically, at, well, no, I would never. It. No, I don't think this, this whole shit particle thing. I but see I'm why saying, this, like, this okay, is a success because saying, you dig holes yeah. and then you try to get out. Of right. Because it seems like you're wrong about sixty percent of the time. Yeah, I mean, I'm just guessing. I just showed up. No, that's fine. But no, if you're doubting the shit particle, I'm. I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to put. No, my I don't down. doubt the shit particle because <laughs> I, I know a couple of. I'm, a, I'm, I'm rep, a couple of my agents are shit particles, and I, I right. listen to them. You keep them around. Yeah, they're I mean, on your I give them ten percent. But I'm I I'm just I'm simply agreeing that people's phones is are don't touch. You don't do not touch other people's phones. <laughs> yeah. And I do keep the Purell. <laughs> and I try to extend it even further. Don't touch other people. <laughs> well, I I kind of agree with that. Right. <laughs> um, and and you know you get you can get the point is if you travel a lot like I do, you end up uh, getting sick. And that is uh, not mm, shit particles. Yeah. That's just uh, being on a plane and breathing people's yeah. air. Shit particles in the air. Yeah, that's sh- it's shit all part- coming off the phones. You, it's almost you impossible. Get a runner going, <laughs> you just got that shit particle thing. It's the particle that makes it humorous. Yeah. Because it's like scientific, but all of a sudden it's like no longer like an atom or something for research. It's just a little piece of shit. It's actually the last thing Stephen Hawking was working on. <laughs> <laughs> it was the very last right. thing he said. Yeah. You know. Mankind cannot exist on Earth, and we must be careful to stay away from shit articles. 
Oh, here we go. I got some research. We from got the back particle room. facts. A 2012 study by Manchester University in England says it's much worse. More than 10 times million bacteria call your tooth. Wait, this is weirded weirdly, but essentially 10 million bacteria call your toothbrush home. Why do I have to say it like that? Just, just tell me it's on the toothbrush. <laughs> there are real concerns. I don't understand that at all. Yeah, I'm trying to make. <laughs> Basically, they're Urine saying. Urine is sterile, by the way. So that's so that's what I'm told. What? Yeah. Urine is sterile. I'm, so you oh, can't get. The I thought same you were saying I'm of, I'm sterile. No, I was like, man, you're in. <laughs> I'm in. You're in the. I'm in. Good. You're in I'm the in bottom the bitch club. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, but uh, PP. I'll, I'll talk to you in terms you understand. Yes, I'm young. PP is sterile. <laughs> poo poo is shit particles. Right. And uh, so that it's interesting what the human body does to whatever. I think we should move to another topic. <laughs> Unless you found some great information. I've no, it's basically boring. the toothbrush is dirty. People don't no, like but, people but don't it, like bathroom humor that much. I've found in three of my specials <laughs> over, <laughs> over three decades of uh, <laughs> work, I finally discovered. Um, do you follow again? Like we come from very different worlds of of. It won't wait you say that. We come from different worlds of my medium and your medium, where you come I don't from traditional think that at all, mm. really. Well, your special is actually on Amazon Prime, which is, which is kind pretty of new, pretty new. new but like we we way. we found our audience on YouTube, which is the and I the I was the beginning of uh, not yeah. to get cocky. No, you're right. You but the video show, if you want to <laughs> see people get hit in the nuts, I was the yeah, uh, I call myself zero. the gateway. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you had to go through me. Yeah. Uh, no, and, you're absolutely and, right. And it is a guy falling in a manhole and doesn't get out. Is he dead? <laughs> That was but a video the, that I would run and be objecting the whole time because I want to see him climb out of the manhole. Right. These days, no one cares. If the guy falls in a manhole, he's gone. No he's dead. Uh, no happy ending. No happy ending. But it travels. It's, By the way, when you trending. were, did you curate those videos at all? Were you involved in the curation I was, process? I, would, I was involved with killing some that would drive me crazy, hmm. but I narrated them all with my bad voices. Saying, right. Oh, look out. Yeah, 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 look yeah. at me. I'm so, I'm in. You know that. And <laughs> right. it was basically, I was just copying a little Jerry Lewis and Mel Blanc, mm. who was this guy that everybody should know because he did all the voices of all the Warner Brothers cartoons which means Bugs Bunny, Sylvester, Tweety Bird, okay. all the yeah. Marvin the Martian, that's Mel Blanc. So right. I was doing a poor man's imitation of him <laughs> with a show, a video show that became the number one show in the world for a while. Oh and, yeah, I mean and, that was when I was a kid, I was watching it all the time. That was my favorite show. So we didn't have this. Right. And this you're doing something that in five years you two, the two of you, will probably be in a place that you won't even believe that you're at. You, can you believe we just sold our company? Yeah. Mm. What show do we want to do? It's mm. and you yeah. go into this new media. Mm. I mean, Howard Stern certainly changed things yes. around. Yeah. Um, it was like an and made serious what it is. Sure. Um, he's the jewel in the crown over there, and then I go over there, and I love going over there. I see a lot of people I know that are friends, and I'll go on their shows, and that that's the bridge between, mm -hmm. uh, you know, generational broadcasting yeah, of, of free radio and. But, but the, this is but this is different. I mean, this is a, they got this. This doesn't go away, mm -hmm. and that scares me. <laughs> well, the the process of coming up like on YouTube, it's just like a free for all, and almost it's so hard to rise above. Like if you're a shit particle in a sea of you know a lot of other shit particles, it's hard to rise above. But the mechanism of of when you gained fame when you were coming up. I was just, waited, just doing I, the circuit, right? I was 10 years trying to get a job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I started at 17 years old. I just played 
terrible places. That was how you did it back then. Yeah. I played shitholes when that just meant a bad club, not a country you don't want to go to. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and uh, you know, most of them were in Ohio. But, no, I love, I love Ohio. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was just there. It was wonderful. I had a <laughs> everyone, best show in Cleveland. All, all, best show in Cleveland in ever, Ohio. actually. But, but but I but yeah. There there's a bottom line is this all exists because people feel very alone and they need to have something communicating with them. And they don't want the quiet mm-hmm. or to read a book. And I'm not being derogatory about it because we all get lonely. Mm-hmm. Uh, my fiance is out of town. I'm I'm pretty lonely. My hand's broken. Um, sure. It's been a rough week. Yeah, I closed it in a drawer. Okay. Yeah, putting the lube back. But <laughs> right, um, right, right. That was a whole but twist. And turn it's journey. just oh, it's exhausting. But I, you know, your people watching right now. You're, the reason this show is happening. The reason that it's going to multiply. That's that's what happens too. These this stuff catches fire, and all of a sudden it's like, whoa! How did that? He's got 14 million followers. We mm-hmm. must give him a movie. Mm-hmm. And it, it ha- we're going to see more of it. You know, anybody that's talented, and this isn't about becoming famous, anybody that has a vision to do something and does it mm-hmm. um, can attain, whether they're happy or not themselves, mm-hmm. can attain mass consumption. I guess the difference are there seems like it's a good a, point though whether they're happy or not because that mo- is completely unrelated to what you're yeah. achieving. Completely unrelated. A lot mm-hmm. of people, if you host. It, you know, I, I happen to, of course, know the late night talk shows because I'm 140. So I know everybody <laughs> that does them. And, and it's a hard job. And um, and it's it's it's, it's a great job. It's like it's this crazy it's thing. I mean, I was doing the video show. We were doing 30 shows a year. <laughs> and I was part complaining because that was my nature. And I was stupid. And I was 30. And I was and then I was part like, oh, my God, I'm king of the world. This is amazing. Yeah. It's number one. Yeah, of course. And I was getting paid. And, and you were doing Full House at the same time. Yeah, so blew I was, my mind. My God. I was writing the video. I had my writers come to the dressing room of Full House. But my requirements at Full House were like, uh-oh, Michelle, you can't bring a horse in the <laughs> living room. Mm-hmm. And then I'd go back upstairs, and then, ironically, it would be a video about a horse sitting on a man. <laughs> you know, So it all tied together. Interesting. But, but I still like doing entertainment that doesn't have to have f-bombs in it and talk about my mm-hmm. penis although <laughs> i think that would probably be my favorite subject because yeah, <laughs> it doesn't hurt anybody else right and uh and it's not really that offensive no not no not really you know what, i i grew up in yeah, israel and um full house is is like a classic even there so it's just funny and the video so show crazy. Israel, and the video show too. i was a guest of the ministry of tourism of, of israel <laughs> and it was in 1989, and I took my parents, and I got off an LL flight. The yep. first, the plane lands, and there's a camel that says "Israel loves Bob Saget." Really, oh on, a camel, on a camel? On a camel, and, and the whole plane's looking at this, and I was so embarrassed. <laughs> that was is like, embarrassing why for Israel. Why, why a camel? Why did they put the camel so close <laughs> to the <laughs> engine? Wait, hang on. A camel was on the runway. On the runway. You know that's why. Why would they want to like down? Like downplay or like yeah. upplay that stereotype because people yeah. are like, oh, well, they just used camels. it for a publicity stunt. They used it uh. for the. It wasn't the Jerusalem Post. It was more of the, the like the New York Post type of paper in <laughs> right. Israel. Yeah. But I I had you know a remarkable uh, trip, obviously, and it was a time where you could go to the Dome of the Rock. It was a time where the world was a little bit easier, even mm-hmm. though it ne- it's never been easy. Did in you, Israel, do you miss no. it? Do you miss it? 
Yeah, I always, especially my family is the main thing. Um, Do you want me to talk to them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that could help. No, nothing helps. No, no. Nothing helps. Nothing will nothing help. Can Unless you go back I, and visit? Yeah, we do. We Last year we went twice. We go back every year, but it's like you from Israel? I lived there for no. five years. You lived there because of me. Yeah. Were you in the army? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you have to. You're like Gagado. <laughs> I love her, you, by the way. You married Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah for you're much. a lucky man. Thank you. You take this bottom bitch stuff right out of the vernacular. It's I was, gone. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. I'm sorry. No, it's it's a it's it's a it's a mystical, interesting place, and it's so weird that so many religions are all. It's the bedrock of so many of mm -hmm. them, and that we are in a tower of Babel as humanity. It's such a tiny country, and there's. Like it's like everything is happening right there. I don't know. It's like New Jersey and Delaware fighting with each other. <laughs> it is. It really is because it's, it's so small. It's really not that special of a plot of land. If you take the biblical yeah. stuff they made out, out of what they made out of it, right? Yeah, and the yeah, architecture yeah. of what they made out of yeah. it is also impossible. Right. Yeah. But it was built. A lot of it was built by slaves. I mean, the you know the Wailing Wall was built by slaves. I mean. Mm. I would imagine, right? Well, that's been a while. Everything I mean, large and monolithic, all the churches in Europe are built by slaves, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, those, yes. Israel is but not Israel exactly is like that. just 50 years old. I mean, there's really just a bunch of huts there before. Like, Ela has pictures. Her family is, they grew up there. But they have pictures from, like, the 50s when Israel was first established after World War II. Yeah. And Tel Aviv, which is now the major metropolis there, yeah. was just sand. Just sand. It was literally just it sand. It had to have been more than 50 years ago. No, it's more than 50. It's not well, 50. Well, it's 55 years ago. I no, mean, it's, how um, old is Israel? You it's might like have to like like shit particles because right? I think you're wrong here. Come on. I think it's like something. 70. I or think maybe 70, 70 by now. God. Because I was I there. I saw pictures of your 1948. I was there 30 years ago, and it was the greenest desert I ever saw. You know, 1948. It, not that long. Not yeah, off no, by that I do know that it's 48. Yeah, you're right. You're kind of both right in a way. Catch a break. Mm, you can't. Shit. That's my fault. Well, I'm choosing her side. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Well, what do you expect me to do? That's <laughs> fine. I'm gonna get shit. I'm DJ. I'm this shit. I'm DJ Steph Michelle's dad. What am I gonna Here, choose you? You're me, like Steve. Let me ask you about this photo. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'm on a plane. Bill Maher and I did the Hawaii uh, show, right? Which he does uh, every year, mm. and he asked me to do it because we've known each other a long time and we wanted to have fun. <laughs> And I wanted to go, so that was a parody of that uh, <laughs> Franken. Unf unfortunate Al Franken thing. Yeah. So, on a serious note, photos like these days can actually offend people and get people into trouble. And understandably. And, and well, what, I'm, I'm wondering, what do you think about this, like, cult of outrage that we're living today? As a comedian, is there, how, do you, how do you feel about everyone getting so angry all the well, time? Well, it's hard for me if someone's hurt <coughs> for real reasons. Are you sick? Yeah. You keep coughing. I have, a, has a, I have acid reflux. Oh, you do? Yeah. Do you take Prilosec? I do. I fucking eat it like candy. Okay. So look right in the camera and, and do an ad for them. Dude. <laughs> it's, it's not helping. They're going to send you a case. I'm the worst. <laughs> You'll get a free case of Prilosec. I have a lifetime supply ready. It's clearly not helping. I'm a horrible, hey, take Prilosec. <laughs> <laughs> you feel just like me. I'm gonna die very soon. Try Gas X. <laughs> yeah. Um, what happened? You know, some people were outraged by it, and Bill and I talked about it, and he was like, "People, it's a joke. It's a I mean, joke, that, and it's yeah. and, it, and it's a satire of something really unfortunate." Sure. Yeah. Um, but because I know Al Franken, I'm a huge fan. I always liked Al Franken. Yeah. Um, he made mistakes, obvious mistakes. Um, he admitted to them, but 
it's still, you know, there's so many mistakes out there. Mm -hmm. And there's so many people that have violated so many people. But that was coming out of an animal house time. But no matter what you do, no matter who you are, the biggest thing is don't shove your tongue down anybody's mouth or grab them. Physically touch them. I believe the hands in that picture and in Al's picture aren't actually on the actual breast. Yes. They are a distance away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's still making fun of someone, but if you were doing other stuff, that's another thing. Well, yeah, more, more specifically, I hear a lot from stand-up comedians. They're like, I don't go to universities anymore because I can't I say anything. You do. So I how's do. your experience well, there? Well, I, I just... I just think everybody's wrong. I think that, um, you know, you're left, you're right, you're liberal, you're conservative. I just think there's a common—I want to find the common bond. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe that humor is one of the ways. And music mm-hmm. does it, too. I've always done comedy songs because I used to be a fan of Martin Mull. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually going to make a documentary about him, mm-hmm. which is happening— cool. I have to. I have to get to work. Uh, but <laughs> he's a guy that you you would know him. A brilliant comedian, and um, he did comedy songs, and they kind of are foolproof in a way. And so you find humor that's foolproof. If something's really really funny, I mean, if you're watching Eddie Murphy and Nutty Professor or in the Clumps, um, you just show that to the whole world. I mean, sure. pretty much, yeah. people aren't going to fight over no. you're hurting my feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just watching a genius do something hilarious. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It, it I, I believe there has to be some common bond that can stop all this insanity. But there also has to be the good part about it all is that people have to. That, that there's too much abuse. Period. And there's right. too Definitely. much. It's enough. But right. and we have to. We have to just police human dignity mm. besides police all the tragedies. And mm. when a tragedy strikes and I'm I'm going on that night, when a comedian is about to do a show. Wow. What is that like? It is a it's um, tough. Well, you see the late night guys. Deal the with late that. night guys address it. It's yeah. like they do their seven minutes, mm-hmm. but yeah. we're going to do whatever. When 9-11 happened, David Letterman had no studio audience and did his shows. Interesting. Mm. He just did them. And he he just said, uh, we're going to do these shows. And they would have conversations, and that's broadcasting. Just and to that's compassion. be there, to be there for people when they need it. And that's the whole deal. Yeah. Is to, is to and somehow raise everybody up. Mm-hmm. Not to quote Josh Groban, but right. who I like. He sang a song, You Raise Me Up. You know Josh Groban? I'm not familiar no, with that song. It's a famous song. People would know it. But I just did a, 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 I played someone diabolical. I played a talk show host accused of killing his assistant mm. on a show called The Good Cop with Tony Danza and Josh Groban on mm. Netflix, mm. which is coming out soon. Nice. I just thought mm-hmm. it'd be nice to stop all this talk of making the world a better place and plug something. Right, right, right. Good. Yes. Well, we definitely certainly did. Do you sell? Do you sell merch? Do you have merch that goes with this? Uh, we we've do. got merch for days. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> what do you have? Well, we've got shirts. We've got. Well, Ela owns a fashion company. Ela's the CEO. We have. Uh, we have our merch, which is like t-shirts with stuff, you know, and like this cop. There you go. <laughs> I I love your logo stuff. There you go. <laughs> But it's yeah, really but, cool. I mean, it looks animated. It looks well, like The Simpsons a little bit. It has that kind of feel yeah. to it. Yeah, we have merch. Like we have our H Three Productions, which is our main comedy channel, and this is kind of an offshoot. So it's the H Three Podcast, but most of the merch just T shirts and but stuff. But I also then, recently started yeah. a clothing line, which but is what he was talking separate, about. Not really merch. But is it, it stuff that you designed? Yeah. yeah. You, 
Wow, that's so. She's so. What are you doing, dude? I don't know what. Uh, God, make me feel guilty over here. Dude, about whatever she wants. I do and pretty you much. You might have a kid. You're walking the dog. You're saying it's, it's taking it to the next level. Yeah. You guys having a kid would be nice if you want Thank to. You. Because we, we don't want to bring a kid into the world if the parents yeah, no, don't I mean, hey, want to. We're ready. We do. Yeah. We're you ready. are. Well, this, this is a, you want this, me to clear this is the a big table. Want me to clear off, clear off the computer? No, we have plenty of we have plenty of private. This time is announcement. Right. You guys are actually. Is it okay to tell me this? I mean, I you know. Ela, everybody no, is not, not pregnant. Stop. He always does that. He always does fake announcements. Oh, he does. He's, guys, he's listen, already got the dad jokes. Speaking of merch, speaking of plugs, Don't it's time tell for me, me yes. to go to a commercial break. Don't go anywhere because there's tons of goofs and laughs and spoofs. And what what's what are you selling out. in this commercial break? Good stuff. Sponsors. Oh man, the not, best. Stuff not jars of shit particles. No. Well, I think I mean I haven't tested that. I don't know if that if there's a market test for that. It. Okay. Everybody's yelling no because you're an actual is, is sponsored just, trouble right now. My, is it my particles or would it be like a communal of particles? Dude, like these are all your little questions. African particles, little European I particles. Just, it's actually, like a flavor. It's a mix. It's well, a blend. On, on an airplane, it's a blend. It's like a All you gotta do is jar some air, air from an airplane, and oh, here's yeah. a jar of ass particles. <laughs> you couldn't jar air off of an airplane, and someone comes at you in an alley, and open that jar, <laughs> and their eyes will burn, <laughs> and they will pass out. Non-lethal uh, intervention. <laughs> All it is or lethal, depending on which flight what you What did in. you use? How did you take me down? I used just the air. I canned airplane from air. A plane. Damn. So that would be in our that, that would be in our next episode. But until then, these are our sponsors, and I hope that you'll support them. Stay tuned. Thank you to MVMT for sponsoring this episode of the H3 Podcast. Movement watches. You guys have heard us talk about it here. They were made by two college dropouts that started their own watch company with the belief that fashion didn't have to break the bank. And they've now sold over two million watches in 160 countries and i don't know if you've checked out their site lately but they've doubled the number of styles and they're still expanding check out this watch sleek beautiful fashionable sexy as hell and i think they'll probably even stop a bullet how thick and meaty this thing is tactical although i don't recommend trying it they've also started making bracelets look how slick and amazing those are the packaging unbelievable you buy that for your significant other all i have to say Forget about it. I don't know what that means, but they're going to be freaking stoked if you get that. Thank you, Hila. They look great on you, by the way. Let me show you my favorite one. It opens and closes so easily. Woo! Ooh. Love it. Guys, this watch starts at just $95. If you were to go to a department store, you're looking at four dollars to $500 easy for a tactical, beautiful, handsome watch like this. Forget it, dude. They figured out that by selling online, they were able to cut out the middleman with all of his BS markup and provide the best possible price, okay? It's a classic design, quality construction, and styled minimalistly because they know that you're a tasteful dude who just wants minimalistic, beautiful watch. So here's the deal, guys. Get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com slash h3. See why movement keeps growing. Check out their expanding collection. Go to mvmt.com slash h3 and join the flippin' movement, my dudes. Thank you to sponsoring us, uh, movement. Next up, MeUndies. Thank you, MeUndies. Guys, MeUndies, you know I'm a huge believer in their products. 
They're the perfect balance of comfortable fit. Every month they have new and exciting prints and they arrive at your door in a fun bag. A fun bag. They do. Look at this cool bag. It sounds like a... It matches the underwear. It just sounds like a little <laughs> sexual. A little fun bags. Get to play with your fun bags every month. Look at this. You wearing it? Boom, dude! <laughs> They're super elastic. I just oh gave my myself God. a giant wedgie on camera. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, well, what? just to be fair, I didn't really expect... It would be that. But, like, the point is that you can give yourself a mega wedgie and still be comfortable. That's how flexible and breathable and beautiful these me undies underwears are. Give me a minute as I... I don't... Check I do want to have kids someday, so well. just hang on. <laughs> well, Ethan is recovering. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, I want to have kids relatively soon, so let me just fix myself here. Me undies uses... Lensing micromodal in their underwear. It's a sustainably sourced, naturally soft fiber that starts with beechwood trees and mm -hmm. ends with the most amazing fabric you've ever experienced. The results are downright dreamy. I don't know what the rest of this copy says, but I literally just atomic wedged myself <laughs> in front you of you guys. Why did you do that? <laughs> and, but, the, but, like, guys, and I'm fine. How flexible and soft and breathable can it get? It started as beechwood tree, and it ended up in between my fucking balls and anus. Isn't life beautiful? <laughs> the roads that you take, you just never know. MeUndies has adventurous prints and designs. Adventurous, uh, they can end up in my asshole. That's how adventurous they are. They're all limited edition and new patterns that are released every week on Eli's a rolling taking basis. Control of this copy I'm right letting now. you <laughs> feel like you can recover <laughs> for a moment. 100% satisfaction guarantee. MeUndies guarantees you we love their undies. Or your money back. 100% satisfaction guarantee. You got nothing to lose, guys. <laughs> you get your money back if you don't like it. And you can give it the atomic wedgie test yourself <laughs> and see. It doesn't even hurt. It doesn't feel bad at all. You don't have to do that, though. So here's the deal. <laughs> MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchase, when you purchase MeUndies, you get 20% off. 20% off? And free shipping? MeUndies is so sure you're going to love it, you have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't love your first pair, you get a full refund. That's the deal, guys. It's, it's, it's a, it's a no-brainer. Oh, it says there. It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. Get 20% off your first pair of the most comfortable undies you will ever put pull on. up and put over your head. <laughs> to get 20% off your first pair free shipping and 100% satisfaction guaranteed go to meundies.com slash h3 that's meundies.com slash h3 guys if you are in the market for a watch or bracelet or underwear soft beautiful whatever it is please consider supporting our sponsors to help support the show with that being said let's get right back into it thank you and welcome back we're here with bob saget um i would wanted to ask you please you well, here, I showed a picture with you with Bill Maher. Yeah. You were in Hawaii. Yeah. And as I understand, Bill Maher was talking that he was in Hawaii during the missile warning air. I were you in I Hawaii? I don't know. I think he stayed longer. I was not. Oh, oh you missed that. <laughs> I missed that. But I've been through, you know, I lived <laughs> a, a four blocks from where we are right now. <laughs> really? Where, where, where we are. <laughs> and so I went to school at uh, Birmingham High. Mm-hmm. And I lived, um, you don't want people to know where we are right now, I think is what's happening. I pref not the exact location, no. No, I would never give that. <laughs> but I looked out the window, yeah. and I was a kid in 1971. I was like 13, 14. 
and everybody else was not born that's mm-hmm. listening. And the ground it was an earthquake that was a seven point one, and the yeah. ground was like waves. It was just rolling. That's the Northridge one. Um, Which one are you talking about? It was, was it? it was. So I was in Ventura at the time, and that really shook me there, too. Yeah, and that was not further. as bad as this no, one. not even close. And they marked it down from a 7.1 to a 6.8 or something. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I said that was... Uh, well, that's not a missile attack, but it's also pretty mm-hmm. harrowing. No, it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. It's not a missile attack. <laughs> yeah. But I wanted to bring up catastrophe. <laughs> um, while we're on this... In any uh, case, you don't want to be getting a vasectomy dog either. <laughs> Have you gotten a vasectomy? I, I can't discuss that. You'll have to look into my penis and tell me. Okay. <laughs> look down the hole. Yeah, well, that's I, good. I don't want to say, well, it's like a kaleidoscope. Right. Many colors. That's how I lure people. I'm like, it's, uh, and you hear Prince music. Right. I had, really? I had Prince music, music wired into my testicles. Oh, that's very uh, modern of you. Yeah, Bluetooth? It's a, it's a disc. It's a disco. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What? Got him. People in the other room are going, oh, <laughs> they're great. They're a terrific crowd. Great. Well, audience. they're actually wonderful. And um, <laughs> let me ask you about Don Rickles. Yeah. Close friend. Yeah. Again, I think he's such a classic, such a, a staple. And that... young people and you're how old are you? I'm 32. And so, you know, and Don Rickles is because <laughs> of David Letterman putting him on Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel. paying homage to him. And Jimmy is is. Boy, one of the loves. I love I'm Jimmy. a Jimmy Kimmel Jimmy fan. Jimmy is a friend and one of the sweetest people that exists. Yeah, and, I love Jimmy. I love him. And and there's and he is so compassionate. I I'll I'm gonna vivisect off of the Rickles for a quarter of a second. I do a benefit every year for the Scleroderma Research Foundation, which is a disease that hits mostly women. I lost a sister to the disease, mm-hmm. and Jimmy's done the um, auction several times for oh, us. Oh wow, that's and great. He is um, a guy that. You you email and he let me give his email on the air. Yeah yeah, just um, say that. We'll, but we'll he, all test your theory. He is, <laughs> he is a guy that his. I mean, you can see what happened with his son Billy yeah. and how he cares, and yeah. he's just a, a lovely, lovely man. Right. And um, he loved Don mm-hmm. equally. I saw we him had, cracking up. We uh, were all losing it. Um, yeah. And Don, I became very close with Don through Stamos. John Stamos introduced me to him. But I had directed Don in a movie called Dirty Work. Norm MacDonald, mm-hmm. Nardy Lang. Big love that movie. But you're, I wish. I'm one it, of the only ones. Yeah, <laughs> I get where you're going. No, me and my friends, when we were younger. Tell, call we MGM. Used to, we used to love, 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 love that. Well, now I think it gets the respect that it deserves. It does. It, it does. It needed to marinate a little bit. It, it, it's a. It's become a, uh, it was made for 15-year-old boys, and now mm-hmm. the boys are 35. I was the perfect it, demographic then, mm-hmm. and I still you're the love guy. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there's talk. We, Norm and I are talking. Cause, uh, oh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> All I'm saying is Norm and I are talking. Um, but anyway. We're talking. I love Norm. What's in my, what's in story? Norm's one of the funniest people alive, by the way. Yeah, Norm, it's I'm a huge so fan. True. Back to Don Rickles. So yeah. Don Rickles is this guy who we won't see again, who was able to take what came out of the 40s and 50s of racism mm. and and really um, t- doing things you can't do and objectifying people. and But it wasn't done. It was with, love. It was all I love. Still it was unbelievable love. I don't understand how he did it still to this day. <laughs> it was because the love and the energy was so strong and you wanted to be insulted by him. He mm-hmm. turned himself... He was such an icon, mm-hmm. and he worked, by the way, here's the other key, and you'll find this out the longer you do this thing or whatever you guys parlay into. Parlay. I say that, like, every day. Of course I say it. Sure. Who doesn't say parlay? Yeah, it's part, um, it's part of I, aging. I, I'm going to parlay back into the story. <laughs> but but he, you know, he, he just wanted to, he came out of the, 
he did three shows in Vegas starting at two in the morning. So he was mm. in the, <laughs> the trenches. I was sure. in the trenches in my own way. I was working in terrible places, mm-hmm. just like everybody tonight. I'm, you yeah. know, is is out in this town. We're in Los Angeles, and a lot of open mics and a lot of places trying to get time to become good mm-hmm. to to learn. And then people that revere comedy want to be good, mm-hmm. and and that's like people that I have the most respect for mm-hmm. that are going through it right now. Um, and it doesn't end. You're always auditioning for something, you know. Yeah. But Don, it's definable when you watch on YouTube, uh, watched a, a Letterman with Denzel Washington on it. So, and Don kept saying to me, I can't believe he stayed for all my segments. Because, mm-hmm. so it's Denzel for three segments, I believe. And then Don comes on, but Denzel wanted to stay for every oh, segment. That's awesome. And then Don would turn to Denzel and say, Could you get my car? Or, or things like that. <laughs> and, and Denzel was hitting the floor because. Because he knew that it's the last thing that on Don's yeah, mind. Yeah. What it was was saying, isn't this racism just a big bunch of bullshit? Yeah. Right, 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 it right. wasn't. It, it had no hatred or animosity. How, well, it, was, it was literally the opposite. Because mm-hmm. if you're a comedian and, and you're working in clubs and in Vegas, you're with very few white people. Mm-hmm. And that's where I want to be. <laughs> I want to be with very few white people. Well, you're that's in, the name of my you're book. In the lion's den here. Lots of white people here. It today. is very white here. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing I noticed about the H Street podcast. Oh, thank you. Very white. We're, we're about to get articles. Re- we have not had a. Oh my God. Yeah, you are in big trouble. You guys got to do some stuff here. You're going to need um, to fire about three people. Shit. Let's get back to the ship. Do you want me to pick them Let's out? change the subject really fast. Because <laughs> uh, Don Rickles is the kind of guy, when you see him, he's always on. He is on, like, on, on. Yeah. W- you were friends with the guy, so what was he like when he wasn't on? Or was he always well, most on? most comedians that I've known and know, um, they can be funny. We like to screw around with each other and, and just see who's going to say something that's going to be... <laughs> crazy or, or and it's sparring you know but that wasn't don he 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 would get pretty serious you'd have dinner with him really he'd have a cocktail and you'd sit there and he would he would get very serious i mean he lost his son uh, at 43 years old his son passed away and uh, just a few years ago his daughter's a really uh, good comedian mindy mm-hmm. mindy rickles and she looks like him which is uh, and i have three daughters and my middle one uh, looks like me and I'm like well wait a second but she's really pretty so does that mean am I attractive or, or am you're I, beautiful I'd fuck the I'm shit I'm just yeah. gorgeous yeah. that's really sweet Throw them, dude shit particles uh, well, right if, I'll look up your if dick you, if you wanted to see I'm not going to use that crass language but if you put your listen your, to you mm-hmm. how the times have changed well no Bob Saget I will not it's use so that crass language it's so easy to say I will fuck the shit out of you that's just easy well it's still funny it's also the basis of, of what I would do maybe 20 years ago but i don't i never used the word fuck as a verb hmm. i that's not true either but anyway <laughs> but fuck the shit out of somebody that's i mean what, how attractive is that that's not that's ter- you don't want to break that down well no no yeah you're you gonna make a mess you, you don't, your toothbrush is ruined i'll fu- i will fuck you tenderly and the shit will not be expelled from your body and if a little does seep out a little bit 
I'll clean it up. Let me explain something to you right now. You just cockblocked yourself from having a baby for two months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that alone. Hey, if I can get into your Jeez. pants, it'll be worth it. If I was her, I would duct tape my underwear on tonight. I would not la- allow you near me. Bob, let me ask you this. I don't want to see you like that. I apologize. I, didn't mean to, I, I just duct taped your wife's underwear. What do you have I mean, to say about the allegations that you raped and you murdered a girl in 1990? Well, that was Gilbert Gottfried. And what happens is we're in a time right now... That's that is from the, the the roast when Comedy Central roasted me and and I was happy to be roasted on there because it was my friends, which most of the roasts are not your friends. They're just people that you know right, somebody yeah. will be on and it'll be all these people and it's nobody just, knows it's anybody. Just mean at that point, right? It's just it's weird. Just, oh, and here's Courtney Love. Here's some guy you never met who's going to come talk shit about you. Yeah, right. So, so I had Stamos, yeah. who's my yeah. brother, yeah. hosting it, and Gilbert. Went over and over again and said this horrible, heinous thing. Can I you... play this for people go who ahead, seen Go it? ahead, but it's it's horrible. Why didn't we pick Bob Saget? Why didn't we pick Bob Saget, who raped and killed a girl in 1990? Should we even waste two seconds on Bob Saget, who raped and killed a girl in 1990? Okay, that's enough. I mean, it's going to be ten and, times. And, 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 and I don't want to... Now, now, here's the thing. Well, here, I'm, I'm this not... opens up a, a lot of stuff that we need to back out of. Because, for one, <laughs> this couldn't be done right now. Right. And if it was, it wouldn't be televised. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the least funny thing on the earth. You know, there, there's nothing more heinous than rape on the earth. And people should be, uh, well, I'm not here to put sentences on people. <laughs> yeah. But Gilbert is a love and I love Gilbert Gottfried. So <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried, when Gilbert says the worst thing in the world, he is just literally saying this is the worst thing in the world. <laughs> right. So he's saying it as a statement, <laughs> but what he's saying is this is there's nothing worse than this. So I'm going to say it a hundred times right, right. and I'm going to say it with conviction like and, it and, actually and, happened. And I'm not saying that you did it, but so far I haven't seen you provide any evidence to the contrary. Uh, and I don't intend to. There's no reason for me because in 1990, where was I? Oh, I was. No. Now it all clicks. No, see, the first thing is this. And I've talked about this with several people. I've never, ever been a guy who, I mean, if I wanted somebody's number when I was, I was I'm divorced 22 years ago, I was, I got divorced. Mm-hmm. I, I had like six girlfriends mm-hmm. and now I'm finally with the person that is like a dream for me. Congratulations, um, by the way. I'm really happy for you. Like we get to talk, we get to be together and, right. and, um, and everything is just, I mean, it's, I, I miss her. I mean, I'd much rather be with her than you right now. <laughs> oh, I don't blame you. She's gone, so. I mean, but she'll be back. But um, <laughs> right after this. But what happened is, you know, you y- you make uh, mistakes, but <laughs> mistakes I would have made in my that I made in my life would have been alcohol induced. Mm. But I've never, ever. I don't have the ability, the way I was raised and who I am, to forcibly put myself on someone. Ever. I might have tried to kiss somebody. Uh, by moving toward them like second grade, well, but not a tongue down a throat like... and not a holding someone forcibly. So yeah, most yeah. I would have would to find be accosted. Yeah. I would yeah. have to have someone like Bob Costas. No, I would have, I'd have to have someone 
but wearing a Costa shirt, La Costa. <laughs> right, no, right. I would need to go to La Costa. It's in your San Diego. <laughs> Where would we talk about need... anymore? No, this but is, like, uh, this I, is I what the pe- aristocrats pe- is based on. It's free mm-hmm. association. It's crazy eights with words. Do you I, understand that? Uh, yes. Eight of clubs, so you, then you have to bring up a clubs or an eight. <laughs> you think I'm having a break. I didn't think that. Oh, I didn't remember it. about the aristocrats. I thought it was just. No, I'm just saying the formula of <laughs> improv. Right. Oh, like the association, right? But anyway, um, well, I think you have to be. You have to. I be don't. Damaged. Li- I'll tell you the you, truth is, yeah. I do not like when I read on Twitter. You don't like that, that people bit. that repeat what Gilbert yeah. said because it's out of context, All right? And it's out of context when you're knowing Gilbert. It's out of context. <laughs> I think that was part of the the. That was what it was. That for. was the joke. Yeah. That was the joke. Damn and the roast that lasted. It's a real, I'm, you know, it was so funny because Greg Giraldo and I loved him and he passed away and it yeah. sucks. Yeah. And he was the first person up. And so I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, what have I done? Oh my God. Cause he <laughs> said that I look like with those granny glasses and that pointy beaky nose, you look like the Vlasic pickle stork. And I'm like, Oh God, what's going to happen to me now? And then some of the producer <laughs> announced over the loudspeaker, tell Bob to look comfortable. And, oh, God. Yeah, right? That's so, helpful. And then it got it got easier. I started to figure it out. Then Norm MacDonald got up, and right. my friends got up. Norm yeah. did the bit where he just read... From a joke book. Yeah, that was powerful. And I had told him to, to curse, and yeah. then he finally did. Yeah. I'm saying you're a fucking dog face, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but the point is, you know, people try to stay stuff about you, but... Um, Thank goodness. Just I, for, oh, so let me make the disclaimer. Bob Saget, as far as we know, has not raped or murdered any females. Not as far as not we as far know. as we know. Take that part. Well, out how can I know? I'm not a god. I don't know everything. <laughs> well, look, you said as far as the information, 150 times. As, Everybody here has told you to stop saying it. The information available to me <laughs> indicates that Bob has committed no such crime. It is never. Uh, <laughs> Happened except through the mouth of Gilbert Gottfried. Yes. And I have also been through the mouth of Gilbert Gottfried. Incidentally. Because he's level. I mean, he's like three and a half feet tall. He's short. It's just boom. I I went to dinner with Gilbert and I said, what happened to you? I said, what happened? Did you have a rough life? I asked him honestly, were your parents in the Holocaust? Tell me the truth. We had an honest dinner. And and he went, nope. I said, then why? Why I did it on his podcast because everybody's grandmother has a podcast. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of podcasts. I know. But you guys have sprung out. Of the desert, like in Israel. I don't know why. Are, there, are, my, are my trees there? I mean, I bought a lot of trees as a kid. Are they mm-hmm. there? <laughs> That's a good question. Where are all the trees? There are trees. Have yes. you seen yeah. little forests with my little name saggots, on them? Little little sag trees. Yeah. I, I got at least 10 with the bar mitzvah, I would <laughs> I think. Agree. What if there's just a giant scheme that they're just Is embezzling the tree? I worried about I that. I didn't know about that. Yeah, when you get bar mitzvah as an American Jew, they're like, like Bitcoin. hey, we planted 10 trees in Israel in your honor. And I mean, at at the age of thirteen, it's like, yeah, but who fucking cares? Well, right. they leveled so, them. I don't know. Maybe they built I something no else. Lots of beautiful paper was made from those trees. I hope not. I hope, me, I hope Israel I is not all desert. The north so, is very no, beautiful. It, it, it's not desert at all. It's, I mean, well, it, it is. Well, There's some, but yeah, half of it there has to be because it's a desert. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I don't understand the the theory of Masada. I don't understand it. Let's get really, really heavy. Wait, Masada was that the thing where the the yeah, Romans killed all the Jews? No, the that's where the they hill? killed it's themselves we... before the Romans could right, get right, to them. Right, 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 right. You don't understand why they did it. I, well, I brilliant. believe you. I believe you fight to the end. I don't believe you kill yourself. If if I you guess know. what they did is they killed the children and the females because they didn't want them to be slaves and raped and 
and they would have thrown the babies off the mountainside and raped all the women. So they're like, I'd rather take your life. Well, you make a good point. And so I mean, I probably shouldn't have brought let's it up. end on a really positive note. <laughs> oh, I'm not leaving now. I'm I was going to say, that. you've got, uh, <laughs> oh, I got, you've got of time. a movie you're working nowhere. on. Oh, okay. I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> Great. I'm canceling everything after Good. what just happened. The, yeah. Brought up Masada. Can we get some fucking... images, Ian? Can you pull up images of that? You have a you have a movie out. I have. It's not out. Are I have a movie that's going to come out in the summer, yeah. and it's called Benjamin. And I'm I worked seven years on it. Uh, producer, wow. Uh, Nicholas Tabarrok a... and a writer Joshua Turek brought it to me, and said, "Are you interested?" And I went, "I, I love this story." And it's about... Um, I What's end your up, participation in it? I am the director okay. and an actor in it. Incredible. And I, I was, we had a very low budget and a very short shoot, only mm. 15 days. And I play the dad of a kid played by Max Burkholder, who was on the show Parenthood, really good mm. actor. Mm. And we think he's on crystal meth. So it's based on something that is relevant and important. And uh, my girlfriend, played by the very talented... Mary Lynn Rice Cub, mm. uh, she posts on Facebook that we're going to have an intervention. And I don't think that's where you post an intervention. <laughs> right. And then the uh, the man who leads the intervention is Rob Corddry, the mm. hilarious Rob Corddry, who's the family gynecologist. And it's got Kevin Pollack and Sherry O'Terry and Dave Foley and Max and uh, Clara Mamet. And it's about a family in, t- in in less than 24 hours trying to help this kid. Right. But you find out that, and it's a dark comedy, obviously. It's, sure. it's not a, uh, it's not a it's laugh a out loud. It's a Masada-esque comedy. It's, it's very Masada-esque. <laughs> The entire cast right. ends their own lives at the end. Right, right. Oh, this is right. not good. <laughs> but I'm really excited about it. I'm excited for people to see it because I think it hits a lot of notes of how screwed up relatives are that come into town right. and, and right. how people when try to... expect it? Um, I, I would say near the end of the summer is, is the plan I'm right excited. Now. I can't wait. It sounds I'm, like it's going to be a lot of a lot of enjoyment. I'm not saying a lot of fun. It's an enjoyment, and I and I I think it has a certain poignancy to it, and, sure. and that's why I made it. And that's my hope is that people will love it. Well, congratulations! I'm that's really exciting. I'm sure Thank it's no you. small feat to direct and act in and over seven years. Seven years, and if you have small feet, it doesn't necessarily mean <laughs> that you have a small. Um, it doesn't change the feet itself. If you it have hands small feet. are the thing that if they're small, right. But feet, has it ever been brought out that if you have small feet, you have small, uh... Well, no. the gag was always, you know what you say about people with small feet? Small no. socks. Oh, really? That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> little unexpected little twist there. That's the cleanest and most normal... See, aren't you proud of me? No shit particles? No. No, nothing. No, but shit particles... There are part- shit particles on socks, because you are in the bathroom in your socks, generally... You take a shit. The particles get on your socks. So if I could get a sample so of your socks, if I could get, get at your socks before yeah, you leave, I'd appreciate it. No, no. Can I, I tell you something? This no, morning, I no, was backing wait, out wait, of my wait, driveway. Wait. I showered before I came here. I had I fresh socks on. I want them. <laughs> They're shit that particles. I, I shit in the socks before I put them on. I was. Uh, <laughs> they are shit-filled <laughs> socks. So I'm, I'm more than I bargained for. Right. I was backing out of the house today to come here. Just and physically, just moving backwards, like moonwalking in the car. In the car, oh, oh. I was in reverse in a car, right, backing out, and the a gardener was trying to be helpful and put the trash cans in the driveway because the gate was closed. He couldn't bring them in. Not good. And I had to get out of the car and touch the garbage perils and bring them in, and that ruined my day. Well, you it ruined need to my wash your hands after that. Well, I, we were in a we hurry. The alarm was late. set. I was leaving. Ruined my whole day. Have you? I, cleaned, I drove have the you car like them this. Since? I have drove. I had the wheel like this. Right, right. Like no, an airplane no, pilot. 
<laughs> you have not cleaned I've your hands since you're all over that mic. Well, I've been in preparation for receiving your socks. No, I cleaned them the minute I got here. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah. I'm going to go touch the valet guy when I leave. Yeah, give him a good his, pat on the back. All over his whole body. Yeah. He's like the parking lot soup Nazi from Seinfeld. <laughs> he is. He really is. He's, He's a great so... guy. I, you I, park between those two things, but that thing looks like a truck from Star Wars. I yeah. don't want to park next no, to that. That parking lot is a disaster. It makes me very nervous. What do you think about the idea of bringing him up here and to do a little gag on the show? No. Not necessary. Because he's the he's the he's the toll troll. No, he's a character. Because I'm staying a little longer, and I think I not should... to now, just generally. Oh, generally? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could. I mean, the, the Letterman Show always had the guy that owned the deli next door. Right. Mm-hmm. You got your parking lot Nazi. He's the parking lot Nazi. <laughs> but but you don't know what kind of germs he's got. Yeah. I mean, I would say that he is sick half the year. Yeah, yeah. You're probably <laughs> right about that. I, well, we'll no have soup to, we'll is going to cure that. Yeah. We'll have to saran wrap him, obviously. I guarantee you this week he ate, was it Top Ramon? Is that how you say it? Ramon? How wow. do you, how you, do you, you are rich. No, I, I, I've never had it. Is Top Ramon? How do you say r- it? Ramen. 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 No, I'm ignorant. There's okay. a difference okay. between rich Because it sounds like what like a, an ivory tower oh, oh, oh. person would say. Ramon. Oh. Well, that's all he eats. That's all I was going to say. Yeah. Ramen. <laughs> top Ramen. It's great for me to bring up references that I can't pronounce. Top Ramen? You never had Top Ramen? I think I have. It, it was made with like monosodium glutamate back in the day. It was like a powdered chicken like, soup. Like if you eat this, you have a hundred percent chance of getting cancer early. That's how I feel, and I still eat it because it's so <laughs> it's good. So well, good. It's fill- but if you get it in a good restaurant, if you're yeah. in a, oh, well, a that's restaurant, ramen. I love it. Yeah. Right, and good then, ramen's good. That's great, and then you have a spoon and chopstick, so you get very busy. I still eat the one that yeah, costs it makes ninety me forget cents. About everything. Just that, really, and you pull back the top cup. Yeah. It's, I'm How not long have you guys been that. married? Five, About five, five years. years. Been together for over ten. That's really, really nice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. No, you got married young. Yeah. So we got married when I think we were like 26 or 27. I, I was. did that. I got married at 26. Not to say yeah. that you'll be divorced in 14 years like <laughs> I was. Yeah. 14, that's a long time to be together. Yeah, it's, uh, was you it, know, what, what, I'm just curious. After being married for 14 years... Was the divorce a gradual thing, or was it all, like... It's very painful. Mm -hmm. Anybody that's listening whose parents have been through it, or their grandparents, but usually their parents, Mm -hmm. or or themselves, if if you do have any adults listening. Yeah. um, I'm not adults. Older people that have been married. I don't even look at a four-year-old as a kid. I... I, Mm -hmm. I'm not an ageist. Like, it's really weird. Like, I'll have a long conversation with, like, a nine-year-old, and people would be scared. I'm like, I'm not Lenny from Mice and Men. I'm not right, going to hurt the right, kid. Right. I'm just talking to the kid. Yeah. But um, it's it's a hard thing to go through, and if you cannot do it, it'd be great to work it out. It just, it happens. It yeah. happens. And, you know, every relationship has a a time on it, and it could be forever. It could be your whole life if you're lucky. Um, you think it just expired? I I think it changed. I think mm-hmm. I changed. You were going through a lot, I'm sure. A lot of stuff life. happened. Yeah. I've, I've I lost two sisters, and wow. but that doesn't matter. That's my stuff. She went through a lot. You know, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. really hard. You guys changed. That's what we, happened. We, we 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 I probably changed more mm-hmm. because she was pretty much solid as a mom and stuff. But um, it's just hard. It's just hard, and 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 people make mistakes and and. You can get through those mistakes. That's the other thing. If people sure. are thinking of breaking up, some people stay together for their kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, and then the kids see a lot of unhappiness. Right. right. And some people are amazing, and they're able to stay together, and they stay together. Mm-hmm. 
but I'm really, I'm crazy fortunate. I'd love to freeze this moment just with you guys right now. The shit particles would be frozen in the air, <laughs> like, a, like in the Matrix. Um, and, and you'd be dodging shit particles like Neo was right. dodging bullets. So sure. I see the world. Right? And, but um, my kids are so smart. But it, it was just really difficult. But I'm, I'm friends with my ex-wife. And we, you know, we raised these three amazing women. They're they're women, and uh, I always have to convince myself because I can't believe it. They're, How old are they? 31, 28, oh, 25. Oh wow! Oh, so they're about uh, our ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and we, I'm gone to New York. I'm, uh, I'm on Fallon on on Tuesday, and my daughters and I have been texting all day. You know, what do you want to eat after this? Mm -hmm. No, I can't eat the night before. I'll be bloated. You know, dad gets <laughs> bloated. So the next night I can get bloated. And um, <laughs> I, I time my bloatness with my television appearance. I need to learn about your, that's bloat, so funny. your bloat strategy. Well, it's all about if you're on camera to stop eating. <laughs> oh, well, that's that can follow that. But the problem is I like food. I, I feel that every day. And I use it for solace. And a lot of us do. I mean, you know, there's things we love to eat. What's your favorite? Comfort food. Um, I think um, old men. I'm a cannibal, <laughs> and I really okay. enjoy cooking and eating an old man. Interesting. So, okay, well, we have evidence mounting. The accusations are starting to look more credible. No, they, the ones about the girl are wrong. Just men. And my dad was 89, and I loved him. He was delicious. Um, I'm just saying I'm a cannibal. I mean, who, I'm not saying I would do anything that hurts any woman, any person. Right. I would never throw myself at anybody. But if he's there mm -hmm. and he's uh, still fresh. Right. Why not? Cook him. It's it's harmless. You it's, love it's a, him. It, it's what they call a victimless crime. I believe that because yeah. there's no one you love more than your family. Right, right, right. So why not eat them? Sure. Exactly. Um, Was there anything else we... we uh, well, I am on tour. Yes, I you're do going on tour. Tell us about and that. And you can just hit uh, you hit the normal website with my name on it. It's com. It, and it's S-A-G-E-T in case people want to spell it wrong and hurt my feelings. Um, How do, what's the common misspelling on Saget? Well, it rhymes with stuff, so I had a rough childhood. People would say that to you? Yes, sir. That's unbelievable. I lived in Norfolk, Virginia. <laughs> That's unbelievable. No, you would say it because you spent an hour and a half on shit particles. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's a word I feel like you can't say. No, like these bitch, days, bitch, yeah. you can say that word. I feel like we'll you can't say. We'll see for how long you could say bitch. We'll see how long that one lasts. Bitch, I'm holding on to bitch. I think, that word, do, no. I think you should just hold on to her and wipe the word from your vocabulary. <laughs> Except it's a dog, a female, or, or a male that you have. Male. He's a male. Okay, so we can't use that. Nope. All right. Well, maybe get another dog. <laughs> or have a it's daughter just, and just call her that. It's not that important to me, by the way. I don't walk around the house <laughs> saying is, it all the this time. This is the first yeah. time we're discussing it's not it. not an intervention. Okay. This, is, this okay. isn't an intervention worthy. Next time I see you, you guys might be uh, on the way to having a kid. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Well, you should get started so I can come back in nine months. You want to come back in nine months when yeah. she's all blown? All right. All right. So I'll, yeah, when I'll she's ready to pop, you bring me in. I'll deliver the damn thing. <laughs> okay. All right, tone oh it, scale God. it back. No. I don't want you in that room. I'm no. sure of it. I decided minutes ago. I can't even what if, think what about if the that doctors moment. say that Bob can come in and you cannot? The doctors are like, this is a complicated birth. We need there's only one man who can deliver this baby. The father from Full House. <laughs> Bob Saget. <laughs> like, Bob Saget will not. So I'm on tour vagina. and that's it. That's all. Okay. I'm just I'm out. Guys, I'm out. I'm doing a bunch of cities deal. and uh, I'm doing Denver, San San Jose coming up, then 
Denver and uh, <laughs> Phoenix, and I'm just staying on the West Coast for a little bit. That's Except we're going to New York, uh, you know, to do Fallon on Tuesday. So that's, that's awesome. Kind Have of fun. <laughs> Guys, on listen. Fallon. Good luck. It's very important that you follow these instructions. Go to Amazon and watch Zero to 60. Yep. It's extremely funny. You're going to love it. Go to BobSaget.com. Buy some goddamn tickets and see this Bob Saget in person because you're going to love it. It's mm-hmm. been a joy. It's been a pleasure. It's been a lot of fun. If the stand-up is half as good as the special, it's going to be the best night you've ever had. So please... <laughs> Support this man and the film. We're all waiting for it. Too. Yeah, well, when it comes out even sooner We're gonna let everyone know. Thank you. I'll be, I'll be back and 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 hold myself out in here then. Yeah, it'll yeah. be around when do you say the films out? Well, summer, July or something summer. Summer. Okay. Major yeah. July, July probably so what month is it? Where are we? We're I know I've been, I do that all the time <laughs> what day Well, you're it? working hard. You're doing yeah. this thing. There's no week. <laughs> we're in when March and kind of disappears yeah. is It's the 16th. Yesterday yeah. was the Ides of March that's Shakespeare. He's a that's little, scary. He's a little dude that wrote some just stuff. a little guy, <laughs> a small man. He's just a little dude with a big dream. <laughs> All right, thank you for having me. You guys are thank yeah. you so, so much. Nice. It's I mean, an you're honor. really nice. <laughs> you're really nice. She's she is nice. nice. She's no. nice. She don't is don't nice. believe all that. You're really lucky, you know. Yeah, I know. Don't well, mess this up. <laughs> now you sound like my mom, but I, I, I am your mom. Man. Don't worry. And, and I'm lactating, so it's time to eat. Okay. All right. Do you mind feeding me when the cameras go off? Because. I feel no, like that'd I'll, be special. Sure. Like, I'm like grapes of wrath. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's, it's almost like I've been drinking so much that my milk will put you right to bed. <laughs> oh, great! That's special. You are a good dad. I, I want to feed you out of my um, breast. I hope our our paths cross again. Thank yeah. you. Well, for they, w- they will. I mean, I came here. I had a good time. If you'll have me back, I'll, I'll come back. Yeah. It's really yeah, been be an honor. So I hope our paths will cross again. <laughs> well, I don't you know. Sound like someone in you know in a, a Star little... Wars movie. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh well. Yeah. I'll see. You. I'm, I'm being I'll dramatic. I'm being dramatic. No, you're you're wonderful. I really enjoyed this. All right. Thank, Thank you. This Thank you actually relaxed. Too. I was like, oh god, I'm late and everything. But you guys are like all chill about it. But I I really uh, enjoyed this. Wow. I I could sit and do this for hours. So I understand how you can do it for hours. Right. But I don't know how you can do it for hours without me. Yeah. No, it's impossible. Most we of would, our episodes are ten minutes. We would keep going, but I know you have some stuff you have to get to. I have to go. I have to meet so. um, a writer immediately. Thank okay. you for even making the time and coming, oh, guys. No, thank yeah. you. Um, Next Saturday is our next episode of the podcast with Sean Evans. Yeah. You're good. I like him. Next, Tell him hi. Shev- Do you have will. any like curses or do you have anything you want me to, th- to throw in his eyes? Tell him there's nothing too hot he can give me. Oh, you're ready. Because we have, I, I want to torture him. Because he never shows. <laughs> That's a lovely He thing. never shows <laughs> suffering on that show. But right. he's, he's, it's a little deceptive because, and I'm not judging the guy. Oh, he, he, know, I, he, he takes little nibbles. Oh, he takes tiny little ones. And so, then, exactly. then he goes like this. He does, he does a head shake. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, ooh. But he does, but like the guest goes in because you don't know, like, oh, just take a little nibble. And the, the difference between a little nibble and a big bite is the whole world. Yeah, so I'm gonna get. And him. I was, I was eating the whole wing. I know, I saw. I had but a lot he of does for do it for That's what he does. So. I know, and I'm not <laughs> hating on him. Like if I was, who nobody could go the whole wing every time. He takes a little nibble, yeah. and, and that's what he yeah. should do. You burn your yeah. colon out. But on Saturday, we're gonna get him, and I want you to watch. So, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next Saturday. God bless you. Appreciate you. Stay good. Be good. Watch over the ship particles. Wash your hands regularly. Enjoy and your weekend. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you, guys. See you next time. <laughs>